The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. Retail tire sales coach Mike Townsend says poorly trained salespeople can inadvertently alienate customers. But can leaders and managers accidentally create disengaged employees? The answer is yes, and Townsend explains why in this can't-miss interview. So let's get to it. Hey, Mike, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. Great to talk to you again. Um, So, you know, in an article that appeared in a recent issue of MTD, uh, you mentioned that poorly trained salespeople can create what you call disengaged or difficult customers. My question is, can poorly trained leaders create disengaged employees? And if so, how does that typically happen based on what you've seen over the years? Well, I, I, I think that uh, most leaders don't wake up on Monday morning and, and uh, intentionally go into their, their stores and, and expect to uh, cause employees to produce less. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, we live in a real world and unintentionally leaders can, uh, if they don't have the right leadership skills, can go in and uh, instead of having uh, energized, enabled and engaged employees, they can have unenergized, unable, and unengaged, uh, disengaged employees. And uh, we, we see it often for people who uh, don't understand the dynamic between, uh, uh, they know how to treat external customers, they just don't know that their employees are their internal customers. And so uh, if they're not treating that employee like their finest customer, mm-hmm. then uh, many times they're, uh, they're actually uh, causing themselves harm uh, unintentionally. Right. Do you think, Mike, that that some owners don't really see it in, in those terms that you have two two customer groups, your external customers, but also your, your employees who are your customers, too? I, I see it all the time. Uh, you know, when we when we started our business uh, almost 11 years ago, we one of the things we noticed, we thought we were just going to do sales training. And what we realized is sales training and sales is downstream. And there's a lot of things that happen upstream before you get to the sale. And so uh, disengaged employees, disengaged uh, will create uh, a bad customer experience. So if they're not, uh, if they don't have a plan, and and we talk a lot about awareness uh, from a leader, a leader has to be aware of his uh, leadership influence. And and John Maxwell has said it best that leadership is influence. And so if they're not influencing these people that they work with every day in a meaningful way, yeah. uh, then uh, they're going to create uh, a bad customer experience. And again, I, I'll say it again, it's unintentional uh, for, on their part, which brings up intentionality. When you engage an employee, you have to look at it. They have a currency to spend on you and the business. And that mm-hmm. currency is called extra effort. 
And mm. uh, now more than ever, you have to be able to engage an employee in a, a meaningful way that will help them be energized and enabled and more engaged so that the customer experience is, uh, is, is always uh, top notch. How do you define, Mike, a good engaged leader versus a disengaged leader or a leader who is inadvertently creating disengaged employees? Are there any common signs or indicators that you've seen? You know, that, that's, a, that's a great question. I, I was coaching a general manager for a large business this morning uh, before this, uh, this interview, and, and it made me think about uh, good leaders versus bad leaders. And good leaders, what I have found uh, in all of my coaching experience is that good leaders are typically coachable and bad leaders are not. Hmm. Uh, good, good leaders uh, have a strong emotional intelligence and they're trustworthy and they understand how to uh, engage uh, employees to, to show that they can be trusted. And, you know, in previous article that I wrote for you guys, uh, there's a predictive trust and there's a, a vulnerability trust. And they're, they're pretty easy to differentiate. Predictable trust is employees won't talk to their manager because they already know how he's going to respond versus vulnerable, being vulnerable. He knows that the person will listen to them and will actually seek to understand uh, and then make sure that they're understood. So that's huge. Listeners, uh, leaders have to be good listeners. And if they're not, uh, then they're going to uh, unintentionally create uh, bad employees. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. That's that's a very interesting point. I mean, I, I think a lot of our our listeners and and readers are are super super busy people who uh, might be great listeners, but maybe they don't take the time to listen, or maybe they don't take enough time to listen. And I think a component of listening is being uh, fully present and and putting your full attention on 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 the person who's who's talking with you, right, Mike? You got to yes, be that, there. That's hard. Yeah, that's yeah. not easy because trust has to be earned. And, and we use the example that trust is like a, a bucket underneath a faucet that's dripping. Mm-hmm. And each time that drip into that bucket, uh, that's earning trust. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while for that bucket to be filled up. Mm-hmm. Losing trust happens when some challenge surfaces, you know, and, and let's face it, man, these guys that are managing these stores, a lot of times they're in this whirlwind of yeah. activity that's going mm-hmm. on all around them and they don't, they don't have, or they feel like they don't have time. And if they've not, if they don't have a good coach, then they're not going to be able to, uh, to be aware of when they lose uh, that trust and because mm-hmm. it's lost daily. Uh, mm-hmm. So they bump into the bucket, bucket turns over and mm-hmm. all the trust is gone. Mm-hmm. And, and then it takes time to earn that trust back. And so many leaders have a blind spot where they really are unaware of their leadership influence with that, with that employee, things go unsaid, communication happens, and then division happens between the employee and the, uh, the manager. And we see it, we see it happen every day. Yeah. You've used the term whirlwind many, many times, uh, both, you know, on this podcast and in articles you've written for our magazine. And that's, that's an apt description. Um, our, our listeners are so busy. There's so much going on all the time. The unpredictable nature of our business can, can really, uh, really throw you for a loop. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's the advice that you're giving, I think is very, very important, Mike. And, you know, so often we, we hear, uh, 
about the term leadership. There have been, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of books written uh, about the topic of, of leadership. Is there a difference between leadership and what we sometimes call management? And if so, can you explain the differences? Are there nuances that separate the two? Yes. Uh, and if you looked at it, uh, management is one side of the coin and inventory uh, or uh, management is one side of the coin. And uh, the other side of the coin would be uh, leadership and management is important. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one side of the scale. If you put it on a scale, mm -hmm. uh, the other side of the scale being leadership, but management is things like inventory, scheduling, yeah. uh, processes that have to be uh, executed every day. And, uh, and then leading is, is that uh, uh, involves two things. Uh, if you think of a boat going through the water, uh, every employee, by the way, is a leader, not a manager, but a leader, mm -hmm. uh, because we all influence each other. You know, we, mm -hmm. we ask the question in our leadership training classes, if, if, if the, this eight, if the tire tech comes in, he's ticked off at the world, what's going to happen to the people around him? Well, it's going to, he's going to influence everybody in a negative way. So as a boat goes through the water, it has a wake on each side of the boat. And on one side in leadership, your leadership wake, you have results on one side, and that's, what the leader contributes to the business. If other people in the business don't see that the leader is actually making a contribution to the business, you're going to have a problem. The other side of that is relationships. And that person, that, that employee, that internal customer, if he's being, um, if he's being served and we have to make uh, our external customers feel served, we know that, that's elementary. If not, they're not going to spend as much money with us. But that internal customer has to see that servant leadership uh, come come through that person so that uh, they feel like, hey, look, this guy, I can trust him and I'm going to go the extra mile for this person because, one, I see that he's, he's producing some results for the business. But, two, I know he cares about me as a person. And that's so important. So the two are it, – it's it's uh, they they're both needed. You have to have good managers because, hey, look, inventory is important. We know that. Ordering tires, buying prices, managing returns, all those things are important in management. But leadership is equally important if we want to make sure that employees are spending their extra effort on us in the business. Speaking of leadership, are there certain telltale, telltale signs that somebody who's working for you or underneath you could be a high potential leader or a future leader? Are there, are there things that our listeners who manage stores, who own stores, who run stores uh, could or should be looking for? I, I do. I think that, uh, you know, we, when we, uh, we always talk about uh, having bench strength. So when we're talking and, and, and employees that listen to this podcast, they need to understand that the owners and the managers are watching them. Uh, and we look for people who do more than what they get paid to do and have a, a, a positive attitude every day that are problem solvers, that, uh, that aren't afraid to get their hands dirty and do more than what they're paid to do. And so that is so important as, as if, if there's someone listening that says, hey, I, I want to be a leader. Uh, and then, of course, just that natural ability to, uh, to motivate others, you know, to, to, to get someone else fired up. And, and that actually happened to me when I was 17 years old. I was a, uh, working at a grocery store and I was encouraging other people to, uh, to work faster so that customers didn't have to wait as long. 
to have their groceries carried out. And you probably mm-hmm. remember that's back in the day when, yeah. when you could, you know, when you had to have, no one carried their own groceries out there. <laughs> yeah. in, one, in one paper bag instead of a plastic bag. My, so, my first job in high school was working at a supermarket doing, uh, doing the same thing. Yeah. I remember those days well. So, so I was caught doing more than what I got paid to do. And I was promoted to front-end manager at 17 years old and had scheduling responsibilities and, and, and leadership responsibilities. Had no idea how to lead. And that's another challenge. You know, we can maybe dive into that some of the time, but uh, that's, that, that could almost be a whole podcast. But just yeah. knowing how to lead, mm-hmm. you know, knowing what skills to use and how to walk through that, uh, how to earn trust, how to have healthy conflict and how to gain commitment and how to hold someone accountable without being uh, a micromanager mm-hmm. and then how to celebrate results. And so all, the, all those are important. Yeah, I think, Mike, we're just probably skimming the surface of this topic today. We would love to have you back on the Modern Tire Dealer Show later this year to uh, continue talking about this subject. It's, it's, I think it's so important. And uh, I agree. I agree. I, I, I would love to come back. Well, as we, as we wind down this particular episode, Mike, any other uh, tips, thoughts uh, to share with, with our listeners regarding leadership? Uh, I, I think the value of having a coach uh, to coach them, if a, if a manager has not been formalized, uh, informalized leadership coaching, because there's a difference in a training class and coaching, I would encourage the listeners to, uh, to, to find a, a leadership coach for their managers. Uh, it's usually a 12-month process. It's not that expensive. And it, it's, it's amazing what happens. In, uh, it's life-changing is what our students tell us. Wow. And uh, it, it is certainly a, a, a needed uh, thing to help, uh, to help the uh, manager to, to, to we, we like to say uh, it's like flying an airplane on autopilot. It, it, it's the difference in flying on autopilot and having to hold the yoke. Uh, even though things are on autopilot, you still have to manage the fuel. You still have to look at altitude and speed. And there's some things, uh, key performance indicators you have to look at, but it's not the same as having to fly a plane on your own for many, many miles. And so uh, better work-life balance and just better overall. So the biggest tip I could give the listeners is find a coach because uh, having somewhere to vent, getting advice and getting someone to look at it from the outside in sometimes is, is uh, very valuable. That's all very valuable advice, Mike. Thanks for coming on our show. Thanks and uh, you know, we, you're welcome. And we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you. Have, have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. To contact Mike Townsend, email him at mike at townsendstrategies.com. That's T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. And stay tuned to moderntiredealer.com for late-breaking tire industry news and analysis. We'll talk to you soon. The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com.